0: Welcome to On Pod 9, I'm Lane Shepley, I hope all of you are having wonderful weeks and good days. If you're looking for a podcast that doesn't sugarcoat reality and actually talks about issues surrounding mental health, then you are in the right place. I can't wait to share the ideas and topics from various scientists, psychologists, and philosophers, as well as sharing my own opinion as a 20-year-old woman in university throughout this podcast series. For this episode, I'm going to be talking about our increasingly materialistic world. Stick around to hear all about how insecurity, social media, and advertising all contribute to one very materialistic worldview and how it affects your happiness. So let's just jump right into today's episode, the state of agitation. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're most likely in the world's top 10% in terms of wealth and financial stability. However, you're also probably struggling with your mental health or you've struggled in the past. We're going to jump into the proof of this later on. I've got some statistics to share and just some things to talk about in terms of that. But we are in the top 10%. If you live in Canada, America, or any Western country, you are in the top 10% of wealth and financial stability. But we have the highest rate of mental health issues and suicides in the entire world. I, I like that boggled my mind when I heard it. So, But we'll get back to your mental health in a few minutes. Um, I just want to talk about your money for a second. So if you have cash in your pocket, clean water to drink, clothes on your back, some clothes in your drawers, some food to eat, and a bed to sleep in at night, you're already doing better than almost 90% of the world financially. I know. That's so crazy to think about. Since I feel like I struggle a lot every day, um, and I know families that struggle a lot every day and single parents that struggle a lot every day, we are still in the top 90% of the world money-wise. I mean, I struggle. I work a part-time job. I work nine to five, four days a week, um, and I'm a full-time student, and I still can't seem to save enough to pay back my student loans and keep my mental health in check all the time. Um, And that's takes a toll on everybody so however it's true we're in the top 10% of wealth and when you really think about it it makes sense but it's kind of like jarring when you first hear it so I just want to talk about how that really affects us globally so as we sit here in wealthy western Canada um we're part of the western world we're part of the western hemisphere we don't often stop to think about who is actually suffering and who is actually lacking happiness Um, Instead, we worship objects, we worship stuff, and most of the time, really, really, really unnecessary stuff to keep our happiness. So, I mean, we can blame that on a lot of things. For example, my society, my generation, Generation Z, grew up on infomercials and really, really, really intense colorful commercials with catchy theme songs that sold us toys, candies, technology, in the middle of our TV shows after school. Like we'd just be sitting there watching Hannah Montana or some other Disney Channel show, um, probably eating a bowl of cereal and we were just being sold objects. Like all the time, just constantly sold objects. And like, I'm sure a lot of us can remember some of those. Um, The Reese's Puff commercial, we memorized that theme song while children just a few hours away from us by a plane were starving. And things like this have created a really sad, lonely, and materialistic generation trying to survive in a world that is economically crashing. I know you're probably thinking, like, what does this have to do with happiness? Well, it's less about general happiness and more about what materialism and the mass consumption of products have done to us as a society and our happiness. If you think about it for a second... How many times have you said, I have to have this, or I need this? Like, you're just walking in a store and you're like, oh my god, that's so cute, I need it. Um, In a much more modern way of saying this, I know my friends and I would literally say, if I don't have this, I am literally going to die. Like, if you think about it, think about our TV shows. Ellen gives away millions of dollars worth of prizes on her show. And I'm not not saying that's a bad thing, or the prizes are ill-deserved. But her culture has become so infiltrated with stuff instead of substance, it's a little scary. Um, we yell and cheer for prizes, but we're quiet politically when it comes to who doesn't who actually needs those things and doesn't get them. I'm sure the teachers that are on Ellen really deserve the prizes they get. But where are her prizes for the children that are actually starving? Where are her prizes? for the teachers that teach in one-room schoolhouses with 50 kids learning how to speak English from a teacher that barely knows how to speak English so they could have a shot at coming to our country. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up when you think about it. So I'm going to talk about Tim Kasser. He is an American psychologist that studies materialism and how it's directly linked to treating others with more of a competitive and manipulative nature Which, I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like we've been seeing that a lot lately, like especially during the pandemic. Just asking people to wear a mask on their face while they just shop in Walmart for an hour has caused a huge uproar and actual protests across our country, and even more heavily in the states. So if we're not materialistic and we're not agitated, why in the world would we be so upset about wearing a mask on her face for an hour? I mean, I don't know whether or not that's directly linked to materialism. I'm not a professional. I can't professionally speak to it, but I thought the comparison was interesting, and he made that comparison in an interview he had. Um, Kaser is also known for saying that materialism is the cause of lower, lov- of lower self-esteem levels when it comes to topics like overall well-being, self-esteem, and mental health, so... We know that the more people value stuff, the more depressed they are. And I don't just mean, like, overall happiness. I mean topics like academic outcomes and spending problems. Materialism is linked to less pleasant emotions and life situations. So I want to move away from the more general topic of materialism. I just really want to focus on how it's directly linked to insecurity um, within the Western culture, and it's becoming more and more prevalent as we become more and more addicted to stuff. Materialism creates a more depressed and anxious society. We're already at the top of the world when it comes to wealth, stability, and safety. We already have beautiful homes. We already have beautiful cars. We already live in beautiful neighborhoods. Our society constantly buys stuff to look more wealthy or just because you think it's trendy and it's creating a constant feeling of insecurity and a worldview that is constantly telling its citizens that we are not good enough. It plays heavily into depression, which obviously affects overall happiness, and even in sometimes like your life expectancy. So when the majority of a generation constantly feels less than, like how we do, I feel like, in Generation Z, how are we supposed to be happy when we sleep in it? When we are constantly told we are not enough, when we are constantly just wanting more, with no sense of stopping, while the majority of the world is struggling to have the bare minimum, how do we sleep at night? Insecurity can be related to the amount of spending the Western culture participates in. With an, insecurity, with an increasing materialistic generation, spending is a typical way of coping with rejection. If you think about it, like how many times have you just been sad about something and you bought food or you went to the mall with your mom and you bought a sweater because it was cute because it was in the name of making yourself feel better or self-care. Like, it's not only giving you an endorphin release, it can become an addiction really quickly because of that endorphin release. Um, I actually just read a really interesting study that said researchers tested a group of 18 year olds and then retested them 12 years later. So when they were 30 years when they, they came back when they were 30 years old um, and they were asked to to rank the importance of different goals and jobs relating to their money and status. Um, so if they had based their 12 years on money and self-indulgence, they had been diagnosed or shown symptoms of depression. Whereas those who focused on values and families didn't exhibit as many symptoms or diagnoses. So I think the bottom line is that materialism very simply forces us to live in comparison, just constant comparison. All we do is compare ourselves to our peers, neighbors, and friends, and a lot of the time it's subconsciously because we have been conditioned to believe that if we have lesser things or lesser expensive decor, or we are ultimately less than. We are conditioned to think we aren't good enough, which when you really think about it, is super messed up. Um, And this all leads us into our next topic here, which is advertising. Give everybody a few seconds to absorb everything I just said, and then I'm going to go right into it. Welcome back, everyone. It's not been a very long break, but this next topic is just the glue that holds this entire conversation together. Um, To move on to the next part of this and the next part of materialism, I just want to talk about how advertising plays a huge role in the mass consumerism and materialism of the Western culture. So digital marketing experts estimate that most Americans spend or are exposed to 4,000 to 10,000 advertisements every day. Like, take a second to think of that. An average of a minimum of 4,000 advertisements every day. And I didn't really believe it. I kind of laughed at it, honestly. Um, but then I read the study and I realized that it's probably really accurate. Think about how many ads your brain just stores and eventually uses against you. Like, when I scroll through Instagram, every 10th post is an ad. And now... In 2020, most Instagram posts are made by influencers who not only sell you products, but they sell you in security. <laughs> like, I'll scroll through and I will see a girl advertising a new skin cream that would be perfectly tailored to me because Instagram knows what I've been searching on Google and her skin is perfect. So it not only makes me want to buy this, this skincare, it makes me self-conscious because her skin's perfect like think about how many ads your brain just stores and uses when we walk through the grocery stores we'll be exposed to t-shirt logos and racks of magazines that all have the same effect as instagram influencers except mag magazines articles are not limited by an algorithm so we could literally be seeing anything um Advertising is everywhere, and the majority of ads are telling us why we're not good enough and how we can improve in terms of our clothing, home decor, weight, career, technology, relationships. Ads create a world that surrounds us with inferiority, just constantly. Just picture and think about what that does to your brain and to your mental health. If we see 4,000 ads and the majority of them are going to be dangerous to us, what is that doing to our mental health? The hardest part of thinking about this is that it's not even a choice. It's just something we're subjected to. Psychologist Jean Twine says that the more advertising dominates a society and an economy, the more materialistic a society's youth becomes. So it should be clicking now, like, oh, so now it makes sense. Gen Z, raised during the economic recession in 2008. I was eight during that. I was a little kid, while also being sold everything under the sun on every platform because we didn't live in a world where the internet didn't exist. A materialistic world has not only created damaging mindsets for everyone, but it's created a generation obsessed with stuff with absolutely no compassion for other nations struggling. It has created a more depressed and a more anxious generation. And it continues to. The more we let this happen, the more we connect our worth to things, the more we're going to be struggling. This is a wake-up call. This was a wake-up call for me. Um, I never really considered myself to be materialistic. I have moved around a lot throughout my life. I keep my things pretty organized. I don't have drawers jammed shut, um, with stuff that I don't use. I have basically what I have in my room and that's it. Um, but I realized that's way more than the average person has on, across the globe. I have, I also let it completely dominate my life in a lot of ways and um, This was just a major wake-up call for me, so I hope it was for you too. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been real. I hope this wasn't only an interesting lesson, but also a helpful one. Happiness is a funny thing, but it's attainable and it's necessary and we all deserve it. Hope you guys have wonderful days.